My Seven Chakras, episode 18. When you have come to the edge of all light that you know and are about to drop off into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on or you will be taught to fly. The seven chakras, swirling vortices of energy positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. Join Aditya as he embarks on a journey to interview healers, thought leaders, and experts who have dedicated their lives to raising the level of human consciousness. Welcome to My Seven Chakras, and now, your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Dear listeners, I am electrified to bring you our featured guest today, Marilyn O'Malley. Marilyn, are you ready to inspire? Yes, definitely. Awesome. So Marilyn O'Malley is a tapping into wealth and success transformation coach. Her mission is to stop the struggling and suffering up and upcoming leaders have and guide them to live their turned on life without sacrificing themselves while they impact change. So Marilyn, I've given our listeners a little introduction. So why don't you take about 40 seconds to introduce yourself? Well, thank you. Thank you. I am really impassioned about helping up and coming leaders make a difference in the world without sacrificing themselves. And particularly, it's uh, around the millennials and Gen Y, so around 22 to 45 years old. And why I'm so passionate about this is that it's I've been following my calling since I was a young child. I, I was a body worker, an energy worker. I'm a highly sensitive and creative. I have been a great problem solver since I was a little girl, and I'm highly intuitive. So I usually know what people need before they know it. And so it just in, in developing those skills as I have grown and following what feels good to me versus what others thought was important to me has brought me to this place in my life. And so that I can help others who are thinking they have to live the life that's not, uh, that either their religion, their culture, their parents, that there's these rules that people have made or uh, communities have made that they don't fit into and they're leaders that are here to be change makers of the world. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that crisp introduction. So here at My Seven Chakras, we believe in the power of Ichinen Sanzen, a Buddhist term, which means that there are 3000 worlds, possibilities or outcomes from a single thought. In other words, there is infinite potential in a single thought concept or idea. So we usually start our show with an inspirational quote that will get us into a space of awareness, learning, and compassion. So, Marilyn, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us an example of how you apply this quote to your everyday life. Sure, and that just gave me chills. I just love that. Here's my quote, and it's by uh, Patrick Overton, and it's, When you have come to the edge of all light that you know and are about to drop off into the darkness of the unknown, faith is knowing one of two things will happen. There will be something solid to stand on, or you will be taught to fly. And how I use that in my life is that 
I've stepped off into the darkness a lot. And so, and it's having faith. This is all about faith and knowing that, um, that I have a power in me and that I'm connected to a greater power. And I have faith that we will together figure it out and that um, I will be supported or I will rise to a higher energy than I know is possible in the, my current reality, but inside in my knowing, in my heart, in my soul, and my connection to everything, I do know that. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. I think uh, it's really beneficial to know that the universe has a plan for us and it has us in its mind. It'll either give us a solid thing to stand on, which is good, or it will teach you how to fly. So that is such a wonderful thought. Uh, thank you for that. You're welcome. And with that inspiring thought, let's begin the supercharge chat that we're going to have today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Marilyn, do you like visiting the mountains? <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes, yes. And I look at the mountains and where I live here in Santa Barbara, I'm on the coast, but I also have mountains. So I can be in the mountains in 15 minutes or at a beach in five. Beautiful. That's similar over here. I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia. So we have the oceans yes, and we have the mountains as well. So let's just say you're at a health retreat somewhere among the mountains and someone asks you, Marilyn, what is the main focus at this point in your life? What would you tell them? Well, it kind of goes with that last saying, I'm at a stage in my life right now, where I would say to soar and shine. And what I mean about that is that I have worked through most of my fears and doubts and worries and, and, you know, the things that were holding me, the blocks that were holding me back. And one of the biggest fears was to be seen and heard. Like it would be terrifying. I would <laughs> to, to be doing what I'm just doing here and nobody's even seeing me, but you're hearing me. So it is my time to speak out, to shine, to use and share the, share the wisdom that I do have and the knowing that I do have for to guide others that are wanting this wisdom right now. And so that's where, what is my current focus at this moment to really help, help people wake up, wake up to their own power, wake up to their creativity, wake up to what is possible for them and not be uh, stuck in their, in their blocks and their fears and to, that it is not necessary to struggle or suffer. Wonderful. Thanks a lot for sharing. So Marilyn, as you probably know by now, My 7 Chakras is all about learning about our chakras and how they influence our lives. So listeners, for those who don't know what a chakra is, the Sanskrit word chakra literally means a wheel or a disc. In yoga, meditation or Reiki, this term refers to the wheels of energy throughout our body. Now, there are seven main chakras which are aligned along the spine, starting from the base of the spine through to the crown of the head. And these swirling chakras contain invisible energy, which is called prana, which is the vital life force that keeps us energetic inspired and alive. So Marilyn, could you tell us a little bit about the significance of chakras in your practice? Yes, there's uh, two ways that um, I use the chakras is one is for healing and one is for manifesting. And one of the you you said I was a tapping into wealth coach. And um, one of the things that I do is educate my clients on how those energy centers, each of those energy centers, as you grow up, have uh, take on energy that is not necessarily yours, and then also has deeply hidden vows in those energetic centers that 
are where we get stuck. So, for instance, first chakra is security, loyalty to the family, whether you feel safe or not, you know, everything solid, whether you feel safe being you. And as children growing up, one of, that's one of the first things is, do we feel safe and how do we make ourselves safe? It's very survival orientated. And so, and that's like the root cause. So what, if you don't feel safe in your life, moving up the energy chakras through the systems, that, that feeling of unsafe, being unsafe influences all those other chakras. So my work is to get to the root cause that why you're not feeling safe, um, at why you took on that vow that you don't feel safe or the vow of being loyal to your family so you can never make any more money than your father or mother made, uh, that you can't have more than anybody else in your family, that you have to follow their rules and you can't step outside of it. A lot of this is all unconscious. I help people go to those roots and pull those roots (laughs) and reprogram and and move that energy and clear that energy out so that now that energy is open and, you know, is filling them with letting their life force their life force shine and grow throughout their whole body. And so that's the healing part. So working up the chakras, so one, two, three, four. And the manifesting is working with them from inspiration, from, you know, above the seventh chakra and bringing, bringing that inspiration, that intuitional thought, that, that um, connection or direction from source, and then moving it down through the body and um, coming into, you know, what's the vision? How do I see it? How could this affect other people? What is it that I bring to it? How can I um, pull in others to help me to collaborate to cooperate to create this you know all the way down to the first chakra where you give it birth where you manifest it here on the planet so if for me my vision is if you have a bunch of blocks through your chakras and you can't allow that inspirational energy to come down and flow through and give birth to it that's where everybody's getting stuck is because we have all these rules in those lower chakras that are keeping us from even being in our body and feeling what it, you know, really trusting that knowing that we talked about earlier, that knowing that, that we can accomplish whatever it is that we want. So it's um, sometimes when you do this all the time, you can't come from that beginner's mind, but if there's something you want to ask me to specify, then I can, I think that was a general overview with, within your time slot. (laughs) Without giving a course. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. In fact, the way that you say pulling out the roots, clearing the energy without taking your course or without having you as life coach, I already feel energized. So thanks for that. <laughs> and that's so interesting that you share that at times you take on energy from the environment, from the people who you interact with. That is not necessarily yours you feel and at at times because the result of that you feel down you feel tired de-energized and then uh, on the other hand you meet somebody who's vibrant who's completely energetic and you feel loads of energy you know pumped right into you you feel alive and you feel energized so it's so amazing that uh, when you said that that came to my mind and uh, this this question really uh, whenever i ask this question it really allows our guests and even myself to analyze and to understand the chakras from so many different angles yes. so many different viewpoints so thanks for that that was a wonderful answer by the way oh thank you thank you
Appreciate that. So, Marilyn, let's dive right into something that you're really passionate about, which is energy reading and energy healing. So, could you tell us a little bit about what they are, energy healing and energy reading? Uh-huh, sure. If, uh, you know, the basics is everything is energy. We're all connected. There's, you know, there's nothing that isn't energy and that's alive and, and breathing and pulsing in some ways, even though we can't necessarily see it. And so um, energy healing, and I want to state that I would call myself a healer and I call other, I would call you a healer, but we're not the ones doing the healing. We're the ones we're facilitating. So I don't, I, I want to make that clear that we guide, we give directions and whether it's through inspirations or hands-on, it's the other person allowing the transformation to take place that creates whatever healing takes place. And the energy healing uh, there's a variety of ways. I have lots of tools, but one of them is tapping, EFT tapping, and that's um, emotional freedom technique. And what that does is that works on the acupressure points. And as you're working these specific acupressure points that tend to be around the head and the shoulders, what it does is it stops that part of your brain that is called the reptilian part of your brain, the oldest part of your brain, that if we think back to caveman days and that they had to watch out for ant being attacked by animals or, you know, you know, they had to be on high alert for survival. And so that part of our brain is always on high alert for survival. And it hasn't changed like the rest of our brain. So um, when you tap on these points, when there's something that is something that has triggered you, so say you don't feel safe. So something in your, uh, that route that we were just talking about. So say somebody says something to you that makes you not feel good, makes you feel not good enough. And that triggers something in you that says, okay, I'm not safe. I, you know, but you're not necessarily conscious of it. Just all of a sudden, you start feeling anxious. You start feeling like you you want to get out of there. You you might your thoughts might start spinning. You might start breathing a lot shallower. Um, you might get aches and pains, or you know it, everybody's different. So if we um, one of the ways to, do, to work on the energy is so if we started doing that tapping, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. My my heart is pounding out of my chest. I feel like I want to run away. You know, it's the, so we're, we're talking about this and we're, we're saying specifically what's going on. We're addressing it. We're not running away. We're not resisting it. We're saying this is what's happening. And what happens when you do those trigger points and you tap on that, it calms it down. It stops that stress, that fight or flight or freeze mode that goes on and it neutralizes it. It lowers your cortisol levels plus a bunch of other stuff and they still don't know how exactly you know 100% this works but it does um, so that's one way of en uh, energetically doing energy work and you and so I go to the roots of problems this is how we get roots out and uh, family conditioning and stuff like that um, I do inner child work where I actually uh, have you imagine working your younger self sitting on your lap and you having a conversation and soothing them and talking to them and acknowledging them and et cetera. This is very powerful work. And then, um, you know, that work in itself is so healing. I have disconnected, you know, uh, because everything's energy. And if you tend to be a highly sensitive person, you're aware that you're picking up on all the energies around you. So I teach people how to 
detangle from everybody else's energy or if you're in relationships that are toxic or whatever how to remove people's energy and how to own your own energy and and how to ground that energy how to clear the energy around you i call your energy you know in your aura space and all and inside of you is like your mobile home and you want to feng shui that you want that clear all the time otherwise you're being influenced by other people's energy so those are brief things around energetic healing and energetic reading would be some people call it psychic some people call it intuition you know it's it's um listening however energy everybody has a a way that they're naturally come into the world listening to energy seeing energy feeling energy we're all intuitive we're we're all know how to read it but a lot of us forget or doubted as we grow older. And so it's just, you know, again, it's something that everybody can, can has the ability to do, and everybody has the ability to increase their ability to do that. And, and it's been natural for me since I was, uh, I remember standing in a crib having a psychic conversa- a conversation with no words with my father across the room. And then I've just built on learning how to do that. And I teach my clients how to, you know, uh, read energy. If somebody's got a book deal or something or or they're they're looking at the energy of a person that they uh, want to create a partnership with, we look at, you know, I teach them how to do that. And then also just just naturally following your intuition and the energies throughout the day, you know, reading the energy. Do I want to go to, you know, when you walk into a room and there's maybe a networking event and you're like, so, oh, my God. So where do I go? Who who do I go to first? It's like I feel the energy and say, like, where does it feel the best for me to go? And I go to that part of the room. And then I was like, so which person feels like the person that I would really feels the best to be with? So that, that that's a way of reading, reading energy. Did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. In fact, I like how you mentioned that we are always on survival mode. Uh, due to the reptilian brain or the caveman brain or the I think it's called the amygdala as well yes well that's a part of the brain part of it okay so that's a part of it so that basically tapping allows you to identify the cause and neutralize that negative energy and it's only when we're aware of this side of our brain this part of our brain that we're able to do so yes and the second thing I noticed that you mentioned the importance of intention, because at the end of the day, uh, I believe all facilitators uh, or healers uh, are facilitators. And if the person who is receiving the healing does not feel it might work, uh, it just might not, because at the end of the day, we're, the healers are facilitating that process, that transition or that transformation. Yeah. And all this information is really, really beneficial for somebody who is wanting to make a change in their lives. So thank you. Yes. Now, I also know that you talk about the practice of the law of attraction. So could you tell us a little bit about what is visualization and manifestation? Well, I talked a little bit about manifestation before when I was talking about the chakras and that it's taking manifestation is taking an inspiration and then building on it until it becomes reality. So that's like creating what you want in the world, whether it's whether you want, a, you know, pancakes and, and bacon for breakfast, <laughs> you know, and you, you, so you start picturing that, visualizing it in your head, like, mm, what do I want? And then it's like, oh, I want some bacon. Okay, what would go with that? And I want some, you know, pancakes and what kind of pancakes? And you start sort of playing with this and it, and it gets 
playful like oh, what would make me feel good and and that would be fun and then I could go eat it out on my patio and it's so nice out and, and you start doing that and as you start doing that energy starts building momentum right so it's actually as we're doing we get this inspiration right moving down through the chakras and you know and then I ask my I so I use my my fish chakra my throat hey you know asking my partner you want you want uh, bacon and pancakes for breakfast sure okay great we're all on the same page now and and so I start moving my body and I move it into the kitchen and then I start you know I, I'm committed to this and uh, and he's helping I've asked him to help in certain ways to make something and then I'm putting it all together and I have the confidence that I can do this I know I'm you know I'm uniquely going to make these pancakes and be me I feel safe doing it and I'm really want my whole whole focus is on this and voila we're eating outside having pancakes and bacon for for breakfast you know that's a very simple way of showing what it is to manifest now there's bigger things whether it's you know money a car a house etc in fact my partner the other day said to me man when you want something you just like you go for it and I said well is that a bad thing you know wanting to see is he but he's like you're OCD and I'm like but I'm not OCD and, and so I started thinking I'm like I'm not OCD but that's what you need you need that amount of focus and attention on what it is that you desire not what you don't want that's where people go wrong and I'll share that in a minute but what you desire and it's like you don't give up on it and you know you can have it you're just going to find the way there might be dumps in the road I might get a phone call from somebody that's you know what hey I'm going to make breakfast but you're in my way right now <laughs> you know I'll call you back later or um you know just little things that 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 come up for you and people think the challenges are there to take you down or telling you it's not, this is not the way for you to go. And actually the challenges are there for you to grow, to make choices in favor of wanting more money, in favor of knowing you are worth having whatever you desire. You know, it's like those challenges are there because that's your old programming tripping you up and saying, hey, you got to clear this so the energy of the inspiration can move through you. And so I would say the biggest learning right here for, for um, and I actually have that later down for one of your questions was a lot of people are not manifesting what they desire. And it's because they're visualizing what they don't want. So um, was that clear enough? Do you want me to elaborate any more on the visualization? Because I think I, I shared the, a visualization of it. <laughs> Well, that's that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay. And and this actually beautifully ties into the next question that I wanted to ask you is that what are certain ways in which creative visualization in particular has benefited your life so far? If you could share that. Oh, my God, it's been everything like what I just said, you know, it's, um, you know, I think when I was really learning this work 13 years ago, and and um, I actually said, um, John Asaroff of The Secret was one of my mentors, I started training with through his programs and going to his events and being on his calls. And he was the first one that I heard talk about, number one, quantum physics and business and also the mind. Those are two things that I'm totally fascinated with. And when I learned from him 
that, you know, we're the ones that are in charge. We're creating from the inside out that that what I'm thinking and believing about my life is what I'm creating on the uh, that that is my reality. And I was like, holy, oh, my God, why did somebody not tell me this before? Why have I not? Why am I learning this at 40 something? You know, this is this should be taught in school. And I it infuriated me. And that's been part of my journey. It's like to share this with everybody because like most people don't know this and that we're in the same place of struggling like I was thinking, you know, some days are lucky and some days aren't or some moments are in the day are lucky and, and some aren't, you know, it was just like a roller coaster ride versus like, hey, I'm driving this car. <laughs> I'm driving this roller coaster and I can only go, if I want to go up and have some excitement, then I can go up and have some excitement. And if I'm going to go down and, and then there's something for, that's going to be exciting too. So yeah, so visualizing all of a sudden going, I'm the one in control. So whatever I'm thinking and I'm believing and I'm feeling about who I am and my life right now and whether I feel safe in this world and about whether I feel safe with people or whether I feel safe being me or not or whatever, that is creating my next moment and my next moment and my next moment. And I use that along with science and um, you know, other inspiring people to just, you know, I, I had to be OCD <laughs> about managing my mind because if you don't manage your mind your mind will manage you and the most of the stuff that's going on in your mind is a bunch of crap I'm sorry it's a bunch of uh, other people's information that has nothing to do with you and when you sit quietly and you hear the chatter that goes on in there you'll see you know it's like you're in an insane asylum and um, and then you just randomly pick pick things to put your attention on in there and think it's true and it's all lies. And so that is why visualization is such a big deal in my life. Wonderful. I like how you say that we are really in charge of our lives and this is our reality. And that's so empowering to think of that. And heard somebody say that the best time, the best time to make a change to meditate or to visualize or to manifest. The best time was two years back and the second best time <laughs> is right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so thanks a lot for reminding me of that particular thought. Great. You're welcome. Now, I know that you integrate all these practices such as visualization or chakra healing and energy healing in your work. So my question is, what were you doing before you began these practices? Tell us your story behind it. For work, I was a body worker. I intuitive and very holistic, like holistic personal trainer, um, exercise, diet, nutrition, massage therapist, all, a lot of different things. But I actually, it's so funny because I didn't think I did that for 17 years and, and a mother, um, and, you know, commute person in the community. And I have two children and, um, you know, love connecting and, and, uh, creating with people in the community. Um, but it's funny because I never thought of myself as a healer then. And it was very interesting. I used to have people all the time because I didn't think I was good enough. I was a perfectionist. And um, and people would say, oh, my God, you're just so healing. And, and, and also, I didn't get the idea that I'm the facilitator. So I was like, I'm not the one doing any healing here. Um, I, didn't, I didn't understand that I was very spiritual, but I didn't know spiritual. I didn't have the spiritual knowledge. I, I just was very naturally very spiritual, but I, and I, uh, I was connected. I had guides. I, in a some, somewhat dis, 
connected way, because <laughs> I could say that, which created my struggle, you know, a lot of the struggle. Um, I was very shy, um, even though I was outgoing. I was, again, like I said, I, I had, I think I, I lived for taking care of other people. I was um, very much the nurturer, the problem solver, you know, everybody else came before me. Um, and that's one of the things that I'm really trying to help a lot of people get is like, just like the airlines say, you've got to put your oxygen on first. And, and so, so in the, and I used to not do that and I'd put it on last and, you know, and then my energy is I'm resentful. Uh, I'm not full. You run out of gas. You, you know, there's just, um, uh, you know, you don't, you don't feel fulfilled. You don't feel like you matter. You know, you only matter if other people are happy with whatever it is that you're doing with them, but you don't matter to yourself. And, you know, it's not very loving to yourself. It's, it's actually very sacrificing of yourself. And it, it's not a healthy way to live. I would say that I've always been moving in the direction of healing myself. And so it was different. It started with the physical, went to the mental, then it went to the spiritual. And, and now I can combine all of that. And that's what I do with all, all of my clients. I, I look at, I look at us, you know, as a um, mind, body, spirit, and we're all connected in that. It, it, you can work on one part and it works on all parts. You know, you work on one area, you work in finance, uh, on your financial area, it works in relationships and your health and your career. You work on, you know, work on your relationships. It, it, it helps with your finances and your career it, and your, you know, your, your connection to every, and love. So they're all connected. It's just wherever people want to start, wherever they're feeling the, the worst, their biggest pain, just start there and it, and it, and it will affect everything else because everything's energy. I recall I read a quote by William Shakespeare who said that we know who we are, but we don't know what we may be. Mm. It's so obvious that you trusted yourself to become the person who you were destined to be. You met the right people. You took action. You took yes. the courses by John Asaraf and the other uh, life coach training programs. And most importantly, you believed in yourself, which led you to becoming who you are today. So that's wonderful. And that's so inspiring. And I want to say that, you know, I believed in myself. There was, I, I want people to touch in because there is a part of us that's superficial, that thinks we're not good enough. Enough, that we 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 don't matter um, that we're insecure you know all of that has all the fears but if we really feel because there was always a part of me that says you're going to do something big Marilyn there's a there was a part of me that what I call uppercase knowing you can't learn out of a book you can't um, you know you're living it and there was always a part in me that said you do matter, Marilyn. There is something, you know, follow that. Just there was just this little little voice and this sort of feeling, this visual. But most of the time it was covered up with all this insecurities. But when it, it, it was big enough to buy, I let it vibrate through my body. And, you know, and so I would follow. I knew it was important me to, for me to follow that even though I had no idea. <laughs> And I would ask people to do that too. Like there, you, there is a place in you that knows, that knows everything that, that, and, and knows how to lead you. And it's not just you, it's that place that's connected to, 
to source, to everything, to everybody. And you're never alone. And there's so many people that want to help you. I, I kept thinking being the perfectionist, I had to do everything on my own. And if I asked for help, oh my God, everybody's going to know I'm weak and I'm not good enough. And I, uh, you know, they're not going to value me. Not true. So Chakra Healers, listen to your inner voice. Don't ignore it. Don't shut it down. But just listen to it. And uh, based on that, take some advice and decide for yourself. Uh, so I can imagine a person listening to the show right now and saying, this is powerful. I want to eliminate all the blocks, all the barriers that are preventing me from moving ahead and achieving my goals. So Marilyn, what are certain benefits that a person could obtain from having you as a life coach in the immediate short term and then on the long term basis? They will have uh, more love more self-love for themselves, more love that goes out into the world, out into the world to other people, uh, which will attract the, their partners, their friends. They'll have more money, more abundance. They'll get that there's, you know, it's, it's not, there are no limits. Uh, so more potential uh, opportunities. The big thing, one of the terms I live is, is live a turned on life without sacrificing yourself while making a difference in the world. Is like you do, you will live a turned on life when you when you do do that. Because I, it's funny, I have this impression. I know the the feelings I've actually felt. Like this is going to sound so funny to you, but but I feel like I'm French kissing the the, the universe. You know, it's like this lock. And just like unbelievable moment that that it's like so connected and turned on in a way that life, you know, everything lights up and you're just in that flow and you're in the moment. There's nothing that can stop you, you know, because what where you're going is so much more important and bigger than your fears. So thanks for sharing that. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny when I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so from what you say, uh, having the faith and the intention deep within to make this change is really important. And uh, this sort of brings to mind uh, a quote that I heard from Jim Carrey during his commencement speech at one of the universities where he says that have faith in your future, but just don't have hope because hope walks through the fire and faith fiercely leaps over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, you have a lot of good quotes there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These quotes are, are just coming to my mind because, like you said, like listening to your gut, listening to the inner voice within, yeah. and uh, listening to the universe, and treating the universe as a companion, as a partner. Like you say, French kissing the universe. I've never heard of that term before, but it sure does sound empowering. So all of these things are are really inspirational. Thanks a lot for that. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Marilyn, the alternative healing space is truly amazing, where at times miracles can take place. I have heard of numerous healing stories in which people literally transformed their lives. So what is your biggest and most inspiring client success story till date well one is really short and then one i'll share one is uh, well actually i've had a couple people tell me i've saved their lives that they they didn't tell me but they were going to that they didn't they didn't want to live and so i think that's huge and then another is um on, on a more practical level i had somebody 
that has a, again, very shy, very traumatic childhood, felt unwanted, um, had to live for their parents, um, just felt like a burden and everything. So has a lot of social anxiety, low confidence. And they're in um, sales, they're in insurance sales, and they had been with this company for quite a while and were, you know, at the bottom of the list uh, in the sales and had trouble, you know, would get so nervous before they had to give up and get up and, and give a talk or a presentation. And then also just, you know, making the calls on the people that were the ones that were giving them the business and, and were always concerned whether they liked them or not. Or, and this was, this person, you know, is a gorgeous person, beautiful soul, just like, no, but if you saw this person, you would never think anything, but you know, that they had to worry. And, um, so, working with them to build uh, their self-esteem, to build their confidence, to break through those fears so that they could get up on that stage, that they weren't always thinking what that other person, you know, what the crowd was thinking and picking them apart and in their head, all that, letting their mind manage them rather than them manage their mind. And um, so I would say for the last, we're going on the second year that she's uh, one of the top salespeople. So she's, in the nation and so she gets to go to you know to the five-star resort and get acknowledged she's buying a home you know so we've gone from this and she's you know she's just really attracting to her everything that she wants and um and we're still working so the 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 partner's the next thing so (laughs) but but um that that I would say is in the present moment one of the the, the bigger. So she's just you know really rocking it and um, and doing and you know when you when you know how much it takes to when somebody feels like it's life or death to be talking to somebody or talking on stage or um, and and feeling like you don't have anything to offer when you know you have everything to offer. Um, making that change. So I, I'm just so proud and moved and, you know, that that's what makes what I do so incredible is just seeing these pe- people's transformations. Fantastic. That is a truly fantastic story. And I'm sure that uh, this particular story gives our listeners, whoever's listening anywhere across the world, gives them the confidence that a change is possible. Yeah. So thank you for that. Welcome. Now, from what I understand and from what you shared as well, people who want to make such a change might be experiencing uh, certain levels of stress or pressure from various aspects of their life, such as their job, relationship or business. So what are certain things and a person needs to keep in mind before getting into one of your sessions? What do you normally tell your clients? Number one, um, that, that they have to believe it's possible and some part of them and that they're responsible for doing the work. You know, it's that a lot of people think, well, just tell me what I need to do and stuff. But it, it, it is like so many people will tell me, I know all this stuff. I read all this stuff. I've gone through all the trainings. And the biggest thing I say, yes, but you don't live it. You don't walk it. You aren't making the decisions in favor of what it is that you really desire. You're not making, you're not stopping and facing your fear and seeing whether, um, and making a different choice, you're letting that fear run you. You're not managing your mind. And so a big part is too, it's like you didn't get here overnight. You're not gonna, you're not, there's no quick fix. You know, it's like 
there's this this is layers <laughs> this is layers of pro you know it's just like if you took your computer in and your you want your computer to do something it can't already do the computer has to go in and get reprogrammed and has to new program put in that you know that takes time them downloading uploading all that other stuff you know it's the same thing with the person it's like there's so much that you don't even know that is running your life just think of your little kid that your your yourself as a little kid and all the things that you took on as truth when you were little that isn't truth well, that, all of that stuff is making your decision. It's like that little kid, if you imagine you're in a car, uh, your little kid is driving that car and you're sitting in the passenger seat. And it's just going, oh, I want to go here right now. Oh, no, 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 we don't like that. Um, and you're just letting that little kid drive you around. And it really is, I put you in the driver's seat and the child in the in the back seat. And, the you know, we take we take care of the child in the you know, put it put it in its safety seat and 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 tell them we're going to take care of it and we're in charge and they're safe and and we're gonna you know we're gonna love you up and down so don't worry about it but and let us drive now let us make choices because this this is going to be better for you you're going to feel safer you get to be you you get to be authentically you wonderful I think that uh, that brings to my mind that sometimes we read a book we get a course. Or we get a coach who are here to help us and we don't take action. Like we have all this knowledge, but we just don't take action. So what happens as a result is that we end up getting shelf help instead of self-help. <laughs> and so if you don't take action, we're not growing. And to avoid that, you know, to avoid having just shelf help, listen to your mind Take in the knowledge, but then act on it. And if you cannot act on it, ask for help. Because like you said earlier, people are here to help you and to grow with you and to empower you to become the person that you were destined to become. So thank you for that. You only know what you know. So you need somebody else to help you go where you can, where you don't know you can go yet. So it's like you, if you think this is all you can do, you know, you need somebody else that, that can hold that bigger picture and knows what is possible for you up to what they do. Because we're the ones that are limiting ourselves. And so until we can get into that space where we can do that for ourselves, you do need somebody to help you do that and hold that for you. Um, because it, when you don't, what I tell my clients too a lot is it when you start to go through this and you start to unravel all the lies, you feel like you're Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit's hole. It feels very confusing. It can feel like chaos. It feels like, oh my God, what's true? And that is a fabulous place to be in because you want to now start making up what do I want to believe? Why do I want to believe it? What what would serve me? What would serve humanity? What what am I here for? Not not oh that's my I'm a Republican or a you know whatever in the it, socialist or whatever in in whatever country and wherever you're at because my parents are I I'm the I I believe these religious beliefs because my parents told me to. I believe in this is how, uh, you know, the this is how people, rich people are. That's because my parents taught me that, you know, or my church taught me that. Or, you know, so all of those things are like, they're other people's beliefs from old beliefs that they learned from other people who had those beliefs. <laughs> 
So what are your beliefs? And um, yeah, and it will feel uncomfortable, but that's all right. It's all right. Again, once you learn, and, and I think that's why you need a coach to go like, am I going crazy? And also a community that can say, no, you're not going crazy. We're kind of all going through this and we all understand we're going to be wobbly and and this is how I feel. And it makes me feeling anxious when I don't know what it is that I believe because I think I should believe because my reptilian brain is going, what do we pay attention to? <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Where's the danger? <laughs> <laughs> so coach, mastermind and community. So powerful. Thanks a lot for sharing. So, Marilyn, from your experience, what is one highly beneficial health advice or tip that you could share with our audience, which can be implemented immediately? For example, drinking warm water with a dash of honey and lemon is really healthy for our body. That's what one of our featured guests have shared. Yeah, I was I was trying out of all of the things that I so I actually have two, but but they're related. One is meditate in the present moment. So be present. Like make your meditation just coming back to this present moment. Uh, you know, it's like, so it's like a walking, living presentation. Keep calling your attention to what you're doing or being or hearing or feeling or seeing or um, tasting. Like be in the present moment. Make that your meditation. And what this is also going to do, it's going to get you in your, because a lot of us are not, fully in our body and unless you're fully in your body you can't manifest what it is you you want so if you're like in from your heart up or you're spacing and you're hanging out outside your body because you don't want to feel the things that you were feeling before you don't want to face you know you don't want to be in your power or something you know it just hadn't felt good for you to be in your body because you didn't know how to not feel everybody else's pain so it's like well I don't want to go there I'm just going to hang out and, and la la land in my in my head well, you, you won't manifest then because remember, you got to come down and bring it all the way down, it down to your, to that first chakra and give birth to it. You got to almost literally think that you're giving birth to something and, and to be able to do that, you got to feel it. So, and that when you're in the present moment, you're not in the past and you're not in the future. So you're not going to get caught up into what should have been and beating yourself up and self-criticism and judgments and being that perfectionist thing or, you know, just stuck back there in worry. What are they thinking of me? Oh my God, how could I do that? How could I have been so stupid? Or in the future, worrying and creating fear and stuff out of nothing. It's not happening. This present moment is, is the only place that's real. It's the only place that where you create and um, where, where you are. And so, like, take advantage of it and be there. <laughs> and you'll be so much more relaxed and enjoying your life in that turned-on place because you're, you're alive. Your senses are there. You're not tripping yourself up. You're like, wow, you know, and you, you can so much better um, tune into your, your intuition and be led to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that, that will keep you turned on and in your flow and meeting the people you're supposed to be meeting and having the opportunities you're supposed to be having and, and rejuvenating and, and um, healing yourself and, and inspiring. Thanks for sharing. So let's move into the next phase of our show, which is all about 
major challenge or a learning moment. At My 7 Chakras, we are all about gaining life lessons from the experiences of our guests. And we are certain that it is only when we push ourselves beyond our limits that our success becomes meaningful to us and respected by others. So, Merlin, tell us about a time when you were faced by a major challenge or barrier. Take us to that moment and tell us what were you feeling at that very instance. And then tell us how did you approach or overcome that challenge? (laughs) Well, I'm going to share a challenge that I had 10 years ago. So I was not um, happy in my marriage, and but I I never thought of divorcing. That was not a question. But I just kept, and I'm a, I'm a, uh, you know, work at it. So I'm like, how can I make it better? Da, 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 da. Um, how can I fix this? You know, very much, it was very much a doer, a lot of masculine energy. Let's, you know, let's make this work. And, um, an old friend called up that I hadn't seen and liked or heard from in 25 years. And they reminded me of my adventurous self. So shortly after that, my daughter called me up and said, you know, she wanted to, to take a trip to check out a couple universities, um, and I said, great, we're going and it's just you and me and we're going to leave your brother and your dad at home and we're going to go on this adventure and see our friends and, and have a good time. And so, so just that trigger from that one person reminded me of a part of me that I had shut down. And so in that experience also of taking that trip with my daughter, we uh, ran into an old boyfriend of mine and I, and I'm really shortening this to, for time wise, but Running into that old boyfriend, again, I hadn't seen in like 25 years. So it's funny, all these 25-year things uh, reminded me, again, of, of another part of me, of who I was. And when those two things came together, I literally felt a switch go off in my head that was like, I'm going home and divorcing my husband because I cannot live this lie. Now, um, live the lie that it would work. And, it, you know, there's um, and, and it was just my husband would not or could not change. And, and it was not a, you know, very lovely man, but just was not it wasn't fulfilling for me. You know, as simple as like, I was not going to be happy in this relationship. And it was not a relationship that honored me, you know, so it wasn't a and I'm sure a lot of women were going, Oh, my gosh, I'm in the same relationship. And there was a lot of relationships, friends and stuff around me that, that, you know, their their relationship was the same. But for me, remember that I had talked about that, that part of me that says, Marilyn, you're going to do something big. And Marilyn, there's, you know, you like going after that calling. And it was like, I can't stay in this relationship and be who I need to be. And so I had to leave that relationship, which was 24 years, leave a community move across the country of friends and family and community that I had made for over 20 years. There was a part, there was a part of me that, and I wasn't doing it for this boyfriend. He was married. He has a family and stuff. They were, they were just triggers, you know, they were just signs, reminders. And um, it was the hardest thing I ever had to do. And it was the most exhilarating. And I have to tell you when I, so there's a part that was like just buzzing. Like I, my whole being went to a whole nother level of energy. It's like those chakras cleared (laughs) and put on jet boosters. (laughs) And, And it was like, and I just kept saying, and I did everything in like three months. And I just kept saying, look, source, if if I'm not supposed to do this, then you tell me and you let me know very clear and right away. And if it's meant for me to do, then with with ease and grace. 
And I swear to God, it's like ease and grace, ease and grace, ease and grace. It just like gates just open, you know, opportunities open. You know, I had a vision where I wanted to live here in Santa Barbara. Got it. You know, through, you know, and, and I had so many people saying, you're nuts, you're crazy, you can't do that. It's the blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, from all the learnings, right? So it's like, I'm not going to let my mind manage me. I'm going to manage my mind. I have my visions. I, I'm in the car driving. I'm not letting my little girl drive. And I'm connected to source. I'm connected to my truth. And I just kept driving that car. And, um, and I have to say, like, three years after I had left, I was on a journey with my partner now that I've been with for almost 10 years, crying, saying, oh, my God, I have everything that I left for. So I had no idea what was going to happen. My biggest fear was I was going to be a bag lady on the side of the street, you know, just have nothing, lose everything. And But I, I, I just in my mind made I have plan A, B, C, D, E, F, G, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, and it's like, no, this is where we're going. This is what we're doing. This is who we're going to be. This is, you know, and it's just like one step at a time. Just, okay, I'm here now. Now what? And I just kept having that French kissing the universe, you know, I just like, I'd be on my bike, and I'd get that sensation that like, I'm doing it, I'm doing, I'm connected, I'm doing, you know, okay, follow, you know, I'd come, I'd be at home, and it, I'd get an intuition, go down to the coffee shop, um, and I go, okay, now, and they go, no, wait, and then, you know, like two hours later, now, go, <laughs> and I would just follow those. And I'd meet somebody that would connect me to somebody or, or go take a walk on the beach. So the intuition that we get is not always about our job. Do this, do that, hire this. It's like, how do you take care of yourself? Where's that balance? How do you nurture? You know, it's like I had to be full. And when you're full of yourself and you're full of your life force and you're, and you're full of your belief and your trust and you're connected, you're very charismatic. You're very, uh, you're, you're, you know, think you're, you're attractive. So you're attracting into your life those things that you are so focused on that you want and you manifest it so that's that's a big part of my story (laughs) Mm -hmm. so looking back now what is that one major life lesson you would want our listeners to take away from your story be true to yourself you know that it's like um don't settle you're always in choice those are probably the big things it's like be true to yourself. You know, people that, you know, so I, I know there were people, some people like, oh, God, she's leaving because she wants to be happy. <laughs> How selfish is that, you know? And um, and I, it's just like, I, I really believe in, in me healing me. Uh, you know, the work that I've done with me and the work that I've done in this has so helped my kids, it has actually helped my ex. And he, he might even say that. Uh, I mean, he's got he's gone and done things that he wouldn't have done if we had stayed together. Um, he has a better relationship with my kids. My kids have healed because they've seen me go through the things that I've gone through and make the choices that I have. My kids are my daughter lives in in Australia. My son is living in London, England. You know, they're they're out following their things and doing their things, um, you know, and my healing affects my friends. It affects my partner. It, it it affects all the people that I am in touch with. So I'm really doing the work. If I never had a class or never worked one-on-one with anybody else, I'm here doing my work and being me. And that is very impactful and healing. So first off, thank you for sharing your precious life lessons with us and allowing us to learn from your experiences. I know going back to a moment of trial or challenge is never easy. 
So I applaud you for that because these experiences can only make uh, you stronger, bolder and wiser. So thank you. Now, Marilyn, now that we've learned about your experiences facing a challenge, we are now moving on to the next portion of our show, which is all about finding the reason we've been placed on this earth. We're going to talk about finding your true calling or your purpose. So listeners, when you find your calling, it's a different feeling of happiness and fulfillment. You realize that you've been trained for your calling since the moment you were born. And just when you need it most, the right people will show up with just the right tools you'll need to support you on your journey. So my question to you is, Marilyn, have you found your calling? And if yes, what is your calling? What do you think? <laughs> well, I think you have. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm sure everybody in the audience is like, oh, my God, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. And and like I said, you know, I've, I've had this since I was a little girl. And um, I think that a lot, you know, number one, being highly sensitive and creative, I think that um, I used to think that was a curse. And now I see how that was part of my calling was to be that in order to, number one, I you know, the sensitives are here to see what's not working and, and point it out to everybody <laughs> so that there can be, so change can happen and, and be the change makers. And so there's a, there's a real power in that. And, and I think that my weaknesses allowed me the opportunity to, um, you know, to find my strength and, and not in, and again, it was that sort of that calling, that calling inside of me just kept saying, you're not, you're not weak, you know, you're, you're powerful. And and it wasn't power like overpowering. It was like there's there's something more. There's more. There's you're you're missing something. You know, got like keep on this. It's like a treasure hunt. You know, like that's what I think callings are like treasure hunts because you know part it was like you know starting off in the beginning. Um, like I uh, when I wrote this out, I was I was thinking you know it's like so I had my intuitiveness from very young I had so I, I periodically angels and guides would show up at, as humans to say you're going to be all right and then like disappear on me and I was like what's that so I really learned at a young age to trust my intuition or trust guides that would come to me um, more than humans and so I, I learned to trust myself a, a, a lot and um, and and my ability to solve problems and to listen to people and to sort of know things again, just again, following my home. Oh, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm natural at. And then uh, when I started, you know, it was like I got this studying in school. I never have a degree. I, I, I'm like art, sociology, philosophy, psychology. You know, I'm very well holistic health. I'm very well rounded in all of my education and my reading. And I did not think it was necessary that I have letters after my name it was more that gather this information and take what's important and then apply it so I'm very much I'm a pioneer and I'm I'm ahead of the game a lot of times like I knew holistic health stuff you know before people before it was in the newspaper and stuff like that and I would go try things and bring it back and start talking and then people you know my husband or friends would go oh you know that stuff you've been talking about it was in the article in the paper <laughs> and I'd be like yes so um and then and then moving into being a body worker and working with people listening to people on the table and and you know touch and energy and 
Um, you know, doing, I'm sure, you know, I might have been massaging people, but I was doing, I know energetically I was doing more than that. And I, I had helpers that would help me, uh, give me information about the person I was working on to, you know, how to better help. And I'm sure they were energetically energizing me in, in certain ways to, to do healing and source. And then my, my, um, you know, I had, I had some spiritual growth and studying Buddhism and Zen and, and, um, you know, questioning who I was. Um, and then my intuition, uh, guiding me to go into life coaching versus going back to school to get a degree in psychology and women and health or something like that. You know, it was like, no, there's something else, which offered me the opportunity to apply everything that I love, you know, all those degrees, all those learnings, all my training, everything in a much freer, uh, creative way than a, than a formal education uh, degree would give me and um, and moving into that and then having the training the energy trainings on top of that and the tapping training and learning the vows and the chakras and again applying everything and um, seeing what works what doesn't work and and using my intuition and keep keep growing me and healing me and saying what's next what do I need to know how can I serve better how can I love better how can I how can I, you know, you know, it's, it's just, just falling. Your, our souls want to learn. They want more all the time. So whatever you're desiring is what your soul is desiring. And that's your calling. And just keep moving towards that. And, and, um, which for a lot of people is just, you know, that, that you're to love yourself. It's as simple as that. Love yourself. <laughs> and then loving yourself means having pleasure, being full, not sacrificing, not struggling, having abundance, you know, being healthy, being happy. Those are all choices. You know, when you choose to be healthy and wealthy, you're making a choice to invest in yourself. You're giving yourself love. Did I answer that question? <laughs> yes, yes, you have. In fact, uh, from the Buddhist term, Ichinen Sanzen, that I shared earlier, if you recall, uh -huh. life is all about magical moments. So what is that one moment that you can share with our listeners beyond which you knew without a doubt that this is what you were meant to do? So let's go back into that particular moment, Marilyn. Let's hear that story. Here's the thing. I said, okay, I feel like I want to do massage. And I took, I said, okay, take a beginner's class and see. And it was like, oh my God, I meant to do this. And then when I did the coaching and I said, okay, let's check everything out and found the best school and da, 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 da. Let's take the first course. Oh my God, this is what I meant to do. Uh, you know, when the, when I, you know, study, you know, it's just like, I keep having those yeses to me are I'm living my calling and my calling is to express who I authentically am in the world. And, and so whether that I'm doing artwork whether I'm uh, on the beach enjoying a swim uh, in the ocean, which I love, um, or, or, or laying down and, 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 you know, just taking in the gorgeous environment um, in the mountains, or whether I'm working with a client. Those are all my expressions of who I am authentically. And I think that is my calling. And I, I actually think that's everybody's calling, is to follow who you are authentically.
So those are indeed some truly magical moments uh, and I'm sure like having a, a swim in the, in the sea or maybe going up the mountains and then working with people who you have been so fortunate to to work with and and to heal those are truly magical moments and I wish you have many more of those moments in the future. Yes, thank you. All right, Merlin, like all things come to an end, we have finally reached Uh, the last round which is called the wisdom round where i will ask you a series of questions and you will respond with nuggets of wisdom just like in in a rapid fire round okay <laughs> so during this round our listeners will get to listen to nuggets of wisdom get inspired and obtain actionable steps that they can take right away so merlin are you ready yes what is the best advice you have ever received focus on what you want and not on what you don't want At my seven chakras we strongly believe that great habits can dramatically enhance the quality of your life. So if you had to recommend a personal habit that contributes to your well-being, what would that be? Meditation. What I said before being in the moment but also um a longer meditation. I I personally do Holosync meditation um for an hour and but any type of meditation, I think again mastering the mind is key to people's lives. So Merlin describe the first 2 hours of your day. What is your morning ritual like? Um I wake up, I stay in bed and I do an hour of Holosync meditation. I set the intentions for my day. I um get up and I make a breakfast green protein drink for myself and an herbal tea and um sometimes I'll turn on I I like to turn on the Today show here in Santa Barbara and just see if there's any see what the weather's going to be like and if there's any information I need and I turn it back off um then I come into my I get you know dressed and and ready for work come into my office and I light an incense um to clear the energy and I ring a chime and I ground myself I and I ground my room and and my home and um connect to source and then i uh write i have a book a schedule book and i write out what my you know starting uh at the beginning of the day all the way through i write down the things that i'm going to be doing that day and put a little box next to it so i can check it off as i go and um and then i start my day and that's that's usually the i might read i might do a little reading or listen to some uh sound healing uh music or a uh, positive reading in there now we know that reading books and this beautifully ties into the next question but reading books can be really inspiring and life changing so if you could recommend one book for our listeners what would it be i you know the one book that i really love um is infinite possibilities by mike dooley infinite possibilities by mike dooley um all right i think or or any of his books i think he's a good introduction to manifestation and mastering your mind um that would be a st- that would be a start for the beginner i have tons of books well i don't have tons of books i have a handful but that would be that would be he's a nice introductory so chakra healers you can find links to all the resources that we discuss about in the show notes So Merlin I've truly enjoyed learning about your journey and the stories you shared were truly inspiring. Thank you. Before you go tell us one thing that you're really grateful for today. Tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Mm. One thing I'm really grateful for is meeting you AJ today. You know, you've just been a you're 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 a blessing. You're a blessing to so many people. I can just tell energetically and just 
the 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 parts that you've shared have just been very inspiring and I'm very grateful to have met you and and know about you and and I want to share you with uh, my audience and um, people I'm, I'm I'm excited I I feel like you're a game changer uh, how people can reach me is they can um, at www.marilynomalley.com. That's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y.com. And um, I give free uh, discovery sessions so uh, or complimentary discovery sessions that are um, will help you, you know, diagnose your biggest obstacles, what's stopping you, tell you exactly what you should focus on to move forward, and my best recommendation for that strategy and next steps that you should take. So a really nice, honest evaluation. And you can call me. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm really a, a one-on-one person, and, and um, I love connecting with people. So you can call me at... Uh, Area code 805-883-8598 to schedule a session. And I am also doing a healers uh, training, healthy and wealthy training for healers, a 12-week session that's coming up in September, uh, starting September 22nd. Um, There'll be more of them if you can't make that, but uh, I only have 10 people to a group because, again, I'm committed to your transformation. Uh, I'm not um, I'm not into having, you know, 100 people and only five having a transformation. It's like I, I want to guide 10 people to, to transforming their lives because these are leaders who, leaders and healers who are going to be working with a lot of other people transforming their lives. Awesome. Did you mention that the initial discovery call, was that a complimentary or a free call? Yes, complimentary. So, yes. Oh, wonderful. I'm sure our listeners would really love this opportunity, especially since they've heard your story. They've gotten to know your areas of expertise. They would love to jump on a call with you. And they also know that all the links, all the domain links and, uh, you know, the information is going to be in the show notes. So they can just head on over, click on the link and, uh, you know, reach out to you. Yeah, and I do Skype. So anybody who's not in the United States or I do Canada and Mexico, but anybody uh, outside of that where Skype is, is uh, good or, um, or FaceTime. Wonderful. So, Marilyn, thank you for those kind words. Thank you for coming on our show today and sharing those precious nuggets of wisdom. I hope our paths cross again sometime really soon. Uh, You have a wonderful week ahead filled with inspiration, sunshine, and peace. Thank you so much, AJ. You too. Appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift. Get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.